a playlist original. ready to be petty welcome back to another episode of rtbb so glad you're here today we have a very special guest chloe veach from netflix's the circle too hot to handle and her new podcast banging with chloe and we have such a good time she shares some behind the scenes secrets of the circle and how she got cast on too hot to handle and just what is next for her in her you know reality tv career I just wanted to say thank you so much to the RTBB community. Every time you download an episode, every time you comment on a post or like something that I share, etc., when you rate and review, it just helps the podcast grow and be able to have awesome guests like Chloe. So I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, always... Uh, I am just so grateful. This was a dream come true, truly. She was so nice. I She's one of my favorite reality TV characters, and I have watched, like, literally hundreds of reality TV uh, shows over my lifetime. So thank you so much. Like, I so, so, so appreciate it. As everyone knows, this is episode 99, episode 100 comes out next week and it truly is going to be a love letter to the listeners the community and everything like that we're going to have a lot of fun if you have a question or comment or topic um, nothing's off limits dm me leave a voicemail for me to include in the next episode the link is in the episode show notes and we're going to celebrate 100 episodes uh, next week. I'm so excited. Last thing I want to say before we get to the show, we have two merch items out. There is a RTBB Starbucks cup and an RTBB keychain. You can get them in a bunch of colors. I think it's like one's like, I think the keychain's like seven bucks and the cup I think is 12, something around there. It's hard, hard for me to do the US conversion, but... Uh, and all of the proceeds are all like all of the profit go to the small creator in California who I've partnered with and Canadians I have been in talks with a small Toronto creator to do the same for us so stay tuned for some more information on that if you live outside of the U.S. and Canada and you're looking for some RTBP merch send me a message and I'll try to set something up wherever you are in the world, because uh, again, I appreciate you all and your support over the last four years. It is, I don't want to be like earnest on this fucking podcast, but it is truly, it really does feel like my life's work and my really the light in like a very dark otherwise time in my life. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for all of the support. Okay. That's enough from me. Let's get to today's episode. Here is my conversation with Chloe. I'm back with a very special guest. Too Hot to Handle's Honestly Breakout Star. And circle favorite Chloe Veach. Chloe, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm really good. Thank you so much for having me on. 
Thank you. And congrats on your new podcast. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about this new endeavor? Oh, I just feel like everyone knows me. And if they've followed my journey from Too Hot to Handle, to The Circle, to anyone that's listening from the UK that has seen my journey on the UK television, I'm just an open book. And I love talking about sex. And <laughs> I love, I love destigmatizing certain stigmas around women. And I'm such a girl's girl when it comes to stuff like that. So Bang In is a podcast that I can just talk freely and open on without the producers butting in and telling me what I can and can't say. So it's basically like Chloe's got freedom of speech to talk about whatever she wants <laughs> with certain celebrity guests. And I just dig and dive into people's dating lives because obviously I am not married. I'm not engaged. So I want to get some tips. And I think it's for mm. the audience as well that listen to kind of gain dating tips and mm. to feel like they're not the only one that queefs during sex. Like, <laughs> oh it's normal. Yeah. It's so Absolutely. normal. Yeah, 100%. That's mm. so funny. Was talking about sex part of like your life growing up or is that something new or did you not have an outlet and you were you were always looking for one? How did you become so open about talking about sex? To be honest with you, my dad is a little bit of a flag. So he, <laughs> he's got six children to five women. Mm -hmm. And I've always grown up talking about my experiences with males and stuff. And like when I was in primary school, I snuck into the guy's the boys' toilets and got caught by a teacher and my parents <laughs> were human. But my mum and dad have always said to me, Chloe, you need to be open and honest with everything mm -hmm. because it, it keeps you safe and mm -hmm. we can then guide you and give you our personal experience. So I'm so open and I've always been open ever since I was a child. I think that's honestly something that, the producers loved when getting me on Tilt to Handle because they knew I'd be open for anything. Yeah, that's so interesting um, because usually it's the opposite experience for people growing up that their parents don't want to talk about anything and, you know, they kind of get their education or their outlet through their friends or the internet, which, like, can cause <laughs> a lot of strife. So, yeah, that's super cool that your your family was like that. Yeah, I mean, I love, yeah, I love it. I love talking about sex with my mum. Sometimes it makes her feel uncomfortable, but I mean, just push, push past that barrier. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like people maybe don't even try, but ugh, yeah, so many things could be settled with like a few conversations, but I feel like, yeah, you're right. It's it's the discomfort. Liberated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So you chatted a little bit about Too Hot to Handle. What was that? casting process for you did were you discovered did you apply so when I was younger I think I was around 16 17 and I started modeling and I met a casting producer through a tv show that I'd done called extreme hair wars so I was a model for a hairdresser on this tv show it's like a competition show and obviously my personality is quite loud quite vibrant and 
especially when I was younger like now I'm media trained (laughs) so I'm not as open but when I was younger, yeah, this woman put me forward for Too Hot to Handle. She rang me and she remembered me a year or so after and said, Chloe, like, are you in a relationship? And I was. But she was like, Chloe, like, I've got a really great, amazing opportunity for you. Like, you're being asked to go on this show. I can't tell you what the name of it is. I can't tell you what platform it's going to go on, but it's worth doing. It turned out to be Too Hot to Handle. But the casting process for that was extremely weird. So... I met a couple of the executives in the studios in London and they, they'd ask me, have you ever had a threesome? Have you ever slept with one of your best friend's boyfriends? How many people have you had sex with? And do you love one night stands? And it was almost like, like I felt like this was going to be a show to embarrass me as such because some of the questions they were asking was just really alarming. I thought, oh no, yeah. this is really bad. Like, what if they actually want me to go on a show <laughs> and have a threesome? It's just not a bit of me. But, but yeah, it all made sense when I went on Tilt to Handle as to why they were asking the questions. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it was like obviously a big surprise when it turns out that the show wasn't like a retreat uh, or like a a dating show it was a retreat to learn about more um, intimate and personal connections between people do you find that in the later seasons I guess seasons two and three that like the surprise isn't genuine to be honest with you I did think that because but then to be honest with you in the second and the third season it was a different villa yeah okay yeah yeah yeah. it was a different villa and obviously when you watch a tv show you never see the behind the scenes people like the cameramen Mm -hmm. the executives Mm -hmm. the producers and stuff so when I watched it I thought as if they obviously knew it was Mm -hmm. to handle but I've I've actually had them, them conversations with certain cast members and they swore blind Chloe we had no idea I would have been so gullible. Like, I for sure would have been one of the one that, that's like, isn't this paradise or whatever they call it? Like, <laughs> Party's in paradise. Party in paradise. I'd be like, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is something from Too Hot to Handle that you learned during those, like, lessons with different people that you have taken into your dating life? Oh, what have I learned? <sighs> that's... It's okay to take your time. It's okay to take your time and not looking at someone on the basis of are they attractive and actually digging a lot deeper. So I was quite shallow when I was younger. I wouldn't care if you had a personality or not. If you were good looking, you'd be the trophy on my arm and I'd be great. I'd be wanting to be seen with you. But now it's like there's so much more to that. I need qualities. I need someone that is husband material I need someone that's definitely going to be a good dad to my kids because like when I was growing up my dad wasn't really around so I need someone to to show me a lot more than just if they dress nice or if they've got a great physical appearance like they need to make me laugh they need to make me feel like a princess and I won't know that within the first week of dating someone so I need to just slow down sometimes when when talking to to guys like in my past 
and yeah, the first thing that I done when I got off to what to handle, um, I was with this guy and it didn't go well. But you know what? I, I kind of looked deep in myself and thought, do you know what? I don't need you. It was like that self-reassurance of I'm I'm okay without a man in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, the mm-hmm. right one will come along when he's meant to. Mm-hmm, absolutely. That's such a good yeah lesson to learn in something I think everyone even if you're not on to what to handle can take into their real life is just especially on dating apps I feel like it's so easy for people because generally what you just see is what they look like that yeah you can yeah take your time get to know them before mm-hmm. starting a relationship and you don't have to have sex with them on the first date no you <laughs> totally don't yeah totally yeah we if you want to, great. But if you don't, also, hey, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, one or two more questions about too hot to handle. Do people actually think that they can get away with hooking up? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? That's so wild. I'm like, it's a TV show. You would think that there's cameras everywhere because there, there are cameras everywhere. There's cameras everywhere. There's microphones in the beds. There's microphones oh. under the beds. There's microphones everywhere, even in the toilet. So, I mean, I think people know that they're going to get caught, but they act as if they don't know yeah, that they're going to yeah. get caught. But, yeah, I mean, on my season, I I think Rhonda and Sharon, mm-hmm. they um, they done something naughty under the covers one night and they didn't and and they didn't didn't get get caught no they didn't get caught love that for them (laughs) yeah I know I'm just too scared (laughs) yeah I I feel like I'm such a rule follower that I'd be like okay these are the rules I won't do anything but obviously who knows once you're in that situation this is a question that I'm always curious about when I'm watching too hot to handle is do the producers convince you to do stuff like maybe not specific stuff, but or do you have in the back of your head like I'm here to make a TV show, so I should, you know, break some rules to drive the storyline or um, are people just genuinely too horny to keep it all inside and then they break the rules? To be honest, for me, because I can only really speak on my experience, but when I was in the retreat of Taught to Handle, it was like, I was really naive. I was 19 years old. I mean, being surrounded by guys and girls in their bikinis and their swim shorts, like with loads of tanning oil on, obviously everyone's going to be like, oh, Jesus, they're so sexy. But everyone's got self-restraint. And <laughs> but then I do feel like the casting producers did cast some of the horniest people like Francesca Harry um a few more people that were on the show I mean I was definitely one amongst the lot that was definitely casted for being horny because I just love sex but I do feel like there's an element of because I didn't want to break the rules at all Mm because it was my first tv show and I thought I don't want to break the rules because I don't want to get in trouble Mm-hmm. But then it got to the point where some producers would say, like, it's getting a bit boring now. Like, mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. what's going on? And then we'd be like, oh, okay. But yeah, 
quite a few people on the show knew how to make storylines I think I just mm-hmm. wasn't one of them I wasn't one of them people I just I was so naive to tv and and stuff so yeah yeah I just went with what actually happened and I was just myself the whole time yeah yeah and that's great that's I think what generally people want um is to see you be yourself I yeah there's like I feel like two camps of people in the audience is like the audience that's like how can they not keep it in their pants it's like only a couple weeks just like lock it down and then for me I'm like why wouldn't you hook up with people you are creating good storylines so you're probably getting airtime and then who cares about the prize money when you can have like a a full career at the end of this so I would I would do whatever yeah exactly (laughs) yeah I mean, I wish I had your mindset going into this. Because if I did, I'd be a millionaire by now. (laughs) Okay, but I watch, like, way too much reality TV. So you probably don't want uh, this mindset. Then the circle happens. Did Netflix be like, okay, Chloe, our reality TV star darling, let's put her on the circle? Yeah, so I was actually at a spa with Nicole Mm -hmm. and I got a phone call from Vicky, who is an executive that works for a production company. And she rang me and she said, Chloe, she's actually the voice of Lana. Vicky, Vicky, one of the executives is the voice of Lana, actually. That's that's an exclusive because I don't think anyone knows that. Oh my um, God, that's so wild. Yeah, it was crazy watching it back because like to have her talk to us every day and then to watch it back and to have Lana's voice as her voice, it was just really weird. That's but so weird. It kind of ruined the magic of it, to be honest. But anyway, we love it. <laughs> but yeah, so she she called me and she said, Chloe, what are you doing next month? Mm. And I said, mm-hmm. what do you... And she said, oh, I've got another show for you. I said, right, okay. And she went, we'd love to have you on The Circle. Have you ever seen it? And I was like, I've never seen it. And she said, Chloe, you need to start watching it because you're, you're going on it. I was like, right, okay. So I rang my manager and was like, listen, I've got another show. We were both really excited. And then within literally a week, I was packing my stuff to go and film it. Wild, wild. Did you prefer one or the other? Um, Yeah, I preferred Talk to Handle because it was in a really sunny location. The yeah. circle was filmed in Manchester, mm-hmm. so it wasn't really. We were stuck in an apartment all day, every day for like a month. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was mm-hmm. awful. What was the day to day like? Because we obviously see such small little clips of all of the cast speaking to each other. But what did you do in your downtime, or how much of the day was really? about chatting with the cast um you were given about an hour a day um so before you go to bed you write down on a list how many and who you want to speak to like how many people and what people you want to speak to during the day and then the producers would then set those chats up so then you would say right I want to speak to Courtney and savannah and they would say okay and then they would pass you on to those during the that hour that you've got Mm. in the day to kind of build that relationship with them just so everyone's got a chance to speak to everyone really but no one really knows but i was just asleep the whole time i was so (laughs) exhausted because 
when you're in lockdown, you get so bored and I've got ADHD. So I'd be running around doing cartwheels, jumping on the sofa. And then I'm like, oh my God, I need a nap. So then I just nap. That's so wild. Just because the way that they present it to the audience, it seems like you're constantly talking to everyone and then you're going to bed. No. I don't know if I could do that. I feel like I would go stir crazy and then lash out in the group chat or whatever. And that's exactly why they do it. Yeah. Yeah. So wild. I feel like, so I like reality TV with more of strategy. So I think I prefer watching The Circle, but it seems like over your the course of your season, you, you know, developed a strategy to, um, to make it to the end. Was that something that just came naturally to you or were you, yeah, was it from previous seasons you had watched? Um, no, to be honest with you. I I would literally just sleep during the day, wake up, speak to as many people as I could, go back to sleep, get involved in the games and never get into any arguments. Like my strategy was literally just get the guys to fall in love with me and be on the the best side of the girls and just don't get involved in drama because if you re- if, if if you've watched the circle properly it, you see that everyone comes to me with drama mm-hmm, like everyone mm-hmm. everyone tries to start on me or everyone tries to come at me or and I just sit there and like I don't say nothing because I don't want anyone to be like, like it's a popularity show at the end of the day. Absolutely. You're like, if you start arguing with people, you're gonna get kicked out straight away. Totally. Yeah, that's actually such a good strategy, and that would be mine too. Did you feel like you had an extra target on your back because you had done a previous Netflix show? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think being in the circle going in as myself was definitely a risk because people could quite easily think well why is Chloe in here um, and they did so I'm, I'm glad that I kind of came across as the authentic genuine Chloe and people started to realize that it was me um, otherwise it would have gone really bad but yeah I think I was definitely a threat to some of the girls so they kind of just wanted me out straight away. But I kicked them out before they kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> was that an option to go in as a catfish a la the Spice Girls? It was, yeah. It was an option. And would you have preferred that? Or did you like, you know, yeah, showing people, yeah, the authentic you? Yeah, I think, to be honest, going on a show like The Circle my memory is shocking so going on there and just pretending to be someone else it's just not a bit of me unless it Mm -hmm. was someone like president trump or like (laughs) something that's really bold and funny like i would do it but i just thought i i didn't have that much time to prepare to be honest i thought i'm just going to be myself and see what happens nice nice i think that's the right strategy the winning strategy yeah uh, we have some questions from the listeners of RTBP. At Alina.amazing asks, have you ever applied to Love Island? You would be perfect for it. 
I so basically what happened was I applied for Love Island before I went on to Too Hot to Handle and I signed the contract with Too Hot to Handle just after no just before I got the call from Love Island so I could have gone on to Love Island but I went on to Netflix instead and I feel like Love Island is so big in the UK. It's huge. Yes, huge. It is yeah. literally the biggest show in the UK. Everyone is obsessed yeah. with it and I'm obsessed with it. But I feel like I've done too many reality TV shows now. They wouldn't look at me twice because they want they, they want people who are normal. Yeah. And I'm normal, yes. but I've been of on course. TV before. So they of don't course. really they don't really want to put people like me on there because it's like an unfair advantage. Totally, totally. Do you see other reality TV shows or or different type of shows in your future? (laughs) (laughs) She's looking at me coyly. (laughs) Um, Yes. I mean, it's definitely some, I'm 23 years old and there's so much fire in me to just do what I love. And I'm so passionate about being behind the camera and being myself authentically Chloe and I love presenting as well because I'd done the after show of Taught to Handle and I loved it I absolutely loved it yes yes I'm definitely going to be pushing in that direction a little bit more but there is something that is on its way (laughs) that's already done that's literally going to be put out soon I really can't say any more than that um, oh my gosh I'll get sued but yeah just keep your eyes peeled go onto my socials give me a follow mm. and turn your post notifications on because it's coming pretty soon oh my gosh I'm thrilled you are honestly just such a joy to watch on tv and all of my friends say the same it's it's just so fun and like I I really think that in reality tv we're lacking a lot of um casting that's just like yeah genuinely nice people and and I really think that that's you so I I, I'm I'm thrilled thrilled for you you. oh that really means a lot it does because sometimes you question yourself like when I watch a show back that I've been on I constantly question myself like how am I portrayed like across to the the audience like how are people going to see me because like it's all edited and yeah like Obviously, you can't edit something that I haven't said. Yes. Or you can't edit something that no one said. So, obviously, yeah. everything that's, that gets edited, it's obviously happened. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say. Like, if you're a nightmare and a diva, you're going to be portrayed as a lot worse than what you are. And I think that's the dangers of reality TV because um, you, you've not got any rights to the edit. Do anything yeah. yeah say like if anyone is thinking about going on to love island or something like that just have a month or so to just completely strip yourself back to just you and practice self-love and self-care to know your worth and to reinstall that fire and that confidence because when you go on a show and when it does air you've got to have thick skin otherwise it will crumble you um but when you go on a show and come off it there's always a support team to talk to so that's good that's good to know because I think that that is probably the most 
like where people have the most hesitancy about going on a show is like how will I be portrayed and yeah so I that's great advice to really know yourself before going on a tv show at Coco Northup asks how do you stay so polished for everything (gasps) she was (laughs) really yeah yeah she was like you look so made up um everywhere you go give us your routine oh wow for one I am absolutely flattered (laughs) I have got no makeup on right now and I feel like disgusting but (laughs) to be honest with you I've got no routine I haven't like I go to sleep late I wake Mm. up late I eat chocolate I eat (laughs) <laughs> I drink fizzy drinks. I don't drink enough water. I do wear moisturizer though on my That's face. Good. Good. So I try not to wear as much makeup as what yeah. I used to. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like on TV I would like wear a lot of makeup because of the cameras and stuff, but like I definitely like less makeup IRL. <laughs> Um, do you keep in touch with any of the cast members from either of those shows? I do, yeah. The majority of them. We still speak. There's still group chats that go on. Um, nice. I speak to, yeah, I speak to the majority of them. We get on really well. I think when you share, share an experience like that with someone, you bond automatically. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you hoping to have some of the cast members on your new podcast? 100%. 110 nice. percent definitely so I'm actually nice. going to be going out to America next month nice. for a week or two to interview loads of people that are in America so nice. anyone if anyone is listening um yeah. go on to the banging with Chloe V Instagram and TikTok and just DM us who you would like us to interview and what dilemmas that you have because also what we do on Banging with Chloe Beach mm-hmm. podcast is that we give advice mm-hmm. on like dating and toxic relationships and like boyfriend drama, girlfriend drama, how do you tell your best friend you're in love with them type of shit. So mm-hmm. yeah, just pile the DMs and um, when I'm in America, we'll have to meet up as well. Yeah, yeah, oh my gosh. That'd be so much fun. Even though I try so hard. Like, I don't know. Like, sex comes up on this podcast a little bit, but not not as much. It's so, it, it is tough to talk about. Especially when you have a microphone and you're on video and stuff like that. It's it's not as easy as, as it looks. So <laughs> yeah, it is a big deal. It is a big deal to be able to do that. So that's really cool. Now it's time for the part of the show where Chloe is going to name her Pettyweight Champion of the Week. And then we're going to wrap up with This Week in Petty. So Pettyweight Champion of the Week is someone in the media that did something petty. And uh, we want to discuss it. So who are you nominating this week? So I am nominating all of Justin Bieber's haters. (laughs) for being petty because he's going through a really traumatic time in his life right now and he's posted a video with his apology because he's got something wrong with his face it's I can't remember what what it's called but Mm. it's like where his face was drooped and there's Mm. so many people who have like come at him like laughing and like not taking it seriously whereas 
Yeah, I watched a film last night called Elvis about Elvis Presley. Yeah. And he got, he got overworked and he ended up dying. So yeah. we need to give Justin Bieber time to recover. Otherwise, he's going to end up collapsing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. Big Justin Bieber fan. And so he canceled his show in Toronto and people were getting so upset because it was last minute. And then, yeah, he posted this video. And I think really a lot of people were taken aback by it because I guess they thought that he was faking it. Uh. And I I feel like, you know, singers, bands, they can't um, not perform if there's like a legitimate reason because they're they're like contracted to to do that. And like there would be so many people the executives or whatever that would do anything to get them on stage. So yeah, completely agree. He was right to cancel the show. He he needs to take a break. It seems like touring is not healthy for him. And yeah, you should always take care of yourself or yeah, things, accidents happen and you get overworked and yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So that, that's my petty champion of the week. I can't. That's that's perfect. <laughs> um, and all the best to Justin Bieber. Truly, I think yeah, going through a tough time, and I think it's also when I am sick or something's happened to me, the first thing I don't want to post on the internet, like what's exactly. going on. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and open yourself up to yeah responses from his haters. So. Okay, and then finally, it's time for This Week in Petty, where Chloe's going to share a story about something that happened to her that she's petty about. Chloe, what are you petty about this week? Right, so I went into a restaurant Mm -hmm. with one of my pregnant friends, and she couldn't have fast food. She had to have something healthy, but I wanted a Taco Bell. I went to Taco Bell to get my taco and then I went into a cafe where she had a salad Mm -hmm. and whilst I was eating my Taco Bell I knew that it would be quite disrespectful if I was to have all the the named packaging out in a Mm. restaurant and in another restaurant so I put the bag down next to my lap and was like sneakily eating the wrap (laughs) and the owner of the restaurant yeah come at me asked me to leave oh my god asked me to leave because I was eating a Taco Bell and they said I said oh I'm so sorry there's no signs he said there's a sign in the menu I said well I'm not going to look in the menu because I've already got my food so he said right okay he said would you take your own book into a library I said well I've done that before yeah (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) yeah I have done that before but yeah that's what I'm happy about this week because I should be able to eat my food in your restaurant as long as we're paying. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. And I love that you were like trying to be discreet about it. And um, yeah, and he still didn't get the memo. That's that's wild. So rude. Yeah. And your your friend, like you probably don't want to go somewhere else and you just want to let them sit and eat mm-hmm. she's pregnant she needs to sit she needs to eat absolutely brutal I know I won't be going back there again no, <laughs> no. I 
I will hold a grudge if things like that happen to me. I'm like, I I will never go there again. Um, I will hold that grudge forever, no matter how much I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Chloe, that's it. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thanks for giving us some of the insider tea on Too Hot to Handle in the Circle. It's much appreciated. And good luck on your podcasting endeavors. I listened to the first... The first episode and it's super, super, super fun. Lots of laughs and it really is destigmatizing. Like I really do think you're doing what you set out to do. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Thank you. And Bangin is on all platforms. So it's on Apple Podcasts. Um, We've also got a YouTube channel as well, Bangin with Chloe Veach and you can watch the visuals and it's really it's really cool because the studio that we've got is pink and it's just it's got led lights it's really cool so if you if you, if you can go and subscribe to the youtube channel as well yeah it's super cute and the facial reactions and expressions are definitely like the best part so agreed. Aww. watch the video versions thank you so much it's been, it's been a pleasure to come on thanks thank you so much Good luck on your uh, podcasting endeavor and your new show will be waiting with bated breath. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Chloe for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you can follow along with me at RTBP podcast on all socials and The best thing you can do for the pod to support it is to subscribe on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get podcasts, download the episodes, rate and review. I know that's a lot of things, but I so, so appreciate it. And lastly, before I sign off, just a reminder, go get your RTBP merch a keychain to remind you that you are a better driver than me and to stay cool, calm, and collected behind the wheel and a Starbucks cup to take to the beach to show everyone that you are a petty fucking bitch. (laughs) Link is in the episode show notes. I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.